It's happy hour, happy hour, happy hour plus a little more with Kelly and Mark. Okay. Right. Happy hour pod. And I'm so glad <laughs> to have my pod buddy back. Happy hour. <laughs> Cheers. Clink. Oh my it god! Is. Yeah. Where's my camera? What are you drinking? Um, uh, I'm drinking the Cutwater Tiki Rum Mai Tai mm-hmm. because I was too lazy to mix my own cocktails. How about you? I was not too lazy. You never and are. And I'm drinking a a Knob Creek Rye um, with a Torino uh, something. I can't remember what it, Torino um, Sweet Vermouth. Ooh. Uh, it's a Manhattan. Yeah. And a little a little bit of St. Germain and orange bitters. Oh, that sounds delicious. No cherry. No, no cherry. cherry. Not with the orange bitters. No. And the Torino, the, the Torino sweet vermouth is almost dry. So it's kind so of like an old-fashioned Manhattan mix. Right. Like that. So very, like, not super sweet. Yeah. Now, that sounds delicious and refreshing. It is. It's fantastic. <laughs> 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 do you love a good cocktail <laughs> yeah oh my goodness okay so how did we meet how okay i was thinking about this and i'm pretty sure we met when you and caroline and kevin and siri and she who shall not be named um mm. all came down to portland for a day of drinking and restaurant hopping oh that's right and With i joined brad and brian yeah oh no no brad and brian didn't no they weren't there time. they weren't there that's right yeah um that was just you guys, and uh, I joined in on that because I had the day off, and I also like drinking and eating. Right, and I think we went to Selwood. Yeah, we went to Selwood, uh, yeah. and we went we went to um, we went to that bar at the in the high rise downtown, and I can never remember its name. No, wait, a, yeah, I know what you're talking about. It's like on the top floor too. Yeah, with a, it was with nice. a great view. It was nice. It was very busy, but it was a meat market. Yes, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, which is which is why, like, I mean, I, I lived in Portland for twenty years, and that is, I don't know, maybe the fourth time I've ever been in that bar. Yeah, that was interesting. Um, so it, has Selwood been is is Selwood one of the areas that have been burned to the ground because Portland's become a um a left wing? Oh, Selwood's always been <laughs> a left wing, and it, it's a it's a suburban left wing. Crunchy granola, uh, bicycle riding types. Right. It's like, not on like, fire. It's like not Siri's charred. friend Jill. And, but no, it's not yeah, on fire. I believe you. It's all, it's all uh, houses from the 20s through 40s. Super cute. I love I love nothing more than to, to hear people express their terror about going to places like Portland and Seattle. I, right. I love it. I know. I love it's it. So Did we terrifying. tell you this? It is it's super terrifying. Did we tell you the story about the people on the um on the the subway into Seattle? Mm-mm. And they were from Texas. Mm-mm. And they were like, it's getting dark. You know what that means? We're gonna have to stay in the hotel room tonight. What? Yeah, they were terrified of going out to a restaurant. After dark because they were in Seattle, because you know, it's just because Fox News says it's they, they, you're gonna get injected with heroin. That was one hundred percent what was going on, and we were just gonna like, take your shoes. <laughs> Like you better not go out. <laughs> oh my god! Um, fuck. Anyway. Oh yeah, it's not that. Yeah, bad. so that sounds about right. That does yeah. sound about right. Oh my god! It was a good day. 
it was a good day. Good times. Yeah, yeah. Good times. And I and I you and I bonded over uh urban fantasy horror. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. I I used to write it. Yeah. And read a little of it. Uh, and, I used to read lots of it. Yeah. And then we would happy hour and talk uh mm-hmm. at the reef. Uh moment oh, of silence. The reef. Rest in yes. peace. Rest in peace, reef. Yeah. That COVID was COVID victim. Was, Yep, which was an awesome dive bar in Olympia for those mm-hmm. who are unaware. I'm sure that's most people would be unaware. Right. Because oh. Olympia is not a big town. No, not a big town. But you used to be able to go in through an alley past um, you know, you know you, you see the things you see in an alley. Individual. Yeah, it was an alley. It was a seedy little alley, but the door had a painted shark. I on love it. that. So shark you would actually door. go through the shark's mouth to get into the bar, and it was tiny. And it had a graffitied Lord's Supper painting on the wall. I know. It and, but amazing. it had it had the most comfortable bucket chairs. It had great seating. It was dark. And it had four dollar uh yeah. old granddad. Was it old granddad or was it uh it was something? It was a. Uh, it was decent. It yeah. was a decent well. Yeah, that had, had a pretty decent well, and it was four dollars. <laughs> Listeners, uh, we like a decent well. Yeah. A decent well whiskey. Yeah, we do. You know, if, um, which it, they're not hard to find. That's right. So you always got to ask what's your well. And uh-huh. most of them will say McCormick's. I know. Yeah. See, I don't want, I don't want then you know you're going to be paying. I don't, want it, I don't want it caramely. I don't want it vanilla-y. And I don't want it Canadian. I want it nope. to have a little bit of a bite. And I want it in from Kentucky or Tennessee. That's right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> oh, man. We sound like we might be drinkers. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> that actually goes hand in hand with horror conventions too. It, it well anchors in the horror community. That does not. Yeah, I mean, you know, we all got demons. Yeah. <laughs> oh my lord! So okay, I, I feel like we should jump ahead to like why we were even started podcasting because I it wasn't my idea. No, it was it was me. I just <laughs> so yeah. After my mom's death, I had a lot of time on my hands. Sure, sure. And um, was feeling kind of reinvigorated creatively mm-hmm. uh, because, again, time on my hands. Right. And very few constraints. Um, and then I picked up this pod, Ruined, that uh, I love. As, as I think it's just fantastic. And it's Holly Kiefer. And, oh, my God. That's terrible. I cannot remember her pod partner's just, name. Just move on. Just moving on. Anyway. Moments for pod partner. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, it's Hallie, Hallie watches a horror movie. Her pod partner hates horror, but so she describes a horror movie to her. And then uh, Allison, her name is Allison. Okay. And then, um, you know, hilarity ensues. And right. as I called, I called my friend Tiffany because she also hates horror. And I was like, this should be our pod. And <laughs> she's like, oh, it can't be. It's already being done. Right. <laughs> the idea wasn't already taken from us. Yeah. Like I know, now I got to think of something else. Um, yeah, okay. But I wanted it to be something that was uh, distinctly feminist in its in its vibe because there are a million horror podcasts out there. But I'm tired of talking about Ari Aster. I love Ari Aster <laughs> as much as the next person, but he gets enough voice time. He absolutely does, and it's it's kind of like. Um, have you been following any of the Oscars banter? Mm-mm. And it's just like every single like male 
film critic is like my prediction for the for the oscar this year is oppenheimer i was like well of course it is yeah uh, yeah of course it is that movie was yeah. boring as fuck yeah and i i know i haven't even watched it i know it's gonna win and it's gonna it's win it doesn't and it's, it's, i don't know i mean and, it's uh, a it's a good movie it's put together well it's but it's boring yeah i mean i honestly i wasn't a huge fan of killers of the flower movie either. these are no. hot takes I know. All right. So I thought Killers of the Flower Moon, okay, which actually it could also take it because it's Scorsese, um, was an hour too long. I want an hour back from that editor. At least one. I want every movie to be an hour and 45 minutes or less. Yeah. Actually, I prefer an hour and 28 to an hour and 45 minutes. That is is kind of the the sweet spot. spot. Yeah. And that's why why we watch horror. That's right. They get in, get out, get it done. Ari Aster. And who's the other? Robert Eggers. Oh, with God your, damn Robert Eggers. <laughs> two and a half hour horror movies. Yeah. Absolutely not. Too long. It's too long. Too long. I love I love both of those directors. But yeah, we, we've already talked too much about them. Right. <laughs> so, so last week, though, when I was uh, taking notes for the episode that I did all alone. Sorry. My solo I've had, episode. I've had elderly problems. I don't know. The elders. And I don't just mean my own knees. <laughs> <laughs> which which I know are also an elderly problem. What the fuck is my little <laughs> booklet of movie things? This one's for the Oscars. This is what happens when you've got 45 fucking journals for everything. That one's for the Oscars. Where's my horror movie? I have one journal. I know. It. Ha- I think I write something in it once every quarter. My God. <laughs> I did get an Apple Pencil finally, and I have been jotting notes on my iPad. Oh, fun. Uh, yeah, no, I, I, I bought a knockoff pencil from my iPad. Oh, no, no, yeah, it's a knockoff. Oh, and it doesn't work that well. Mine doesn't work that well. <laughs> Mine's okay, It's a, but it's a really old knockoff. Yeah. So it's like the, it's just called Stylus Pencil. <laughs> More of a description than a brand name. <laughs> it's true. I have no idea who, who the manufacturer is. Yeah. Literally, there's no one here that suggests that there is a manufacturer. <laughs> it's just random Taiwanese factory. You want a stylus? We got a stylus. <laughs> yep. <laughs> anyway, okay. So when I was come doing... to our TikTok shop. <laughs> I know, I know. We hate the TikTok shop, but that is how they all start. Yeah, yeah, it is. So when I was pulling together notes for my solo episode on XX, uh-huh. and this uh, this quote from Jovenka Vukovic that when it comes yes. to horror. Women are more often seen than heard. In other words, people are more familiar with the Scream Queens than they are the contributions of women behind the scenes. Yeah. And that really summed up why I wanted to do this podcast. Because, I mean, yeah, we all we all know the, the on-face female faces of horror. The on-screen female faces of horror. Right. And I but, think the majority of people would be surprised to hear that there have been, like, female writers and female directors and producers of horror films for as long as there have been horror films. Right. <laughs> there have been female writers of horror for as long as horror has been a genre right in fact the first one well that i mean are not, not arguably one of the first and arguably yeah one of the most influential most influential certainly one of the first sci-fi right mary shelley obviously is who uh-huh. we're talking about um and yeah and some of the best horror historically has been written by women shirley jackson fucking yeah. amazing i mean I love Shirley Jackson. 
Oh, that's just off the top of my head. Now I and now I'm out of ideas. <laughs> and just her. And just her. <laughs> Shirley Jackson, Mary Shelley, no one else. Well, Flannery O'Connor, but that's a very that's more of a Ari Aster type vibe of horror. But that and that's fine. Because Ari Aster did not invent his vibe. He did not. Just like everyone else, he's an amalgamation of everything that he thinks is cool. <laughs> that's the third Ari Aster mention. <laughs> It's like as soon as you said we don't need to talk about it, it was like jinxed. Oh, jinxed. Right. Yeah. No. Now he's coming up all the fucking time. We may as well serve him another drink. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so yeah, I mean that's his, you know, they need they need their due. Absolutely. I think there we we had initially when we first started talking about this, we made a letterboxed or you made the letterbox thing. Uh-huh. And I think I wish I I wish we had do you have a pro account by any chance? I don't. I was thinking about getting a pro account so we could have like um co-authors right for... yeah that would be so much easier than yeah because i was thinking have that we need to do um messiah of evil oh yeah which is like a 1960s um horror movie that's it's kind of vampire set in a coastal town um female director mm-hmm. and writer i believe let's see yeah super interesting really creepy it has sort of a it has that same sort of a like Night of the Living Dead vibe. Oh, I love that Night of the Living Dead vibe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Night of the Living Dead, Carnival of Souls, the way those are captured, very similar. Co-directed by and co-written by Gloria Katz. Gloria Katz, that's her. Yep. Yeah, I think we should do that one. But anyway, yeah. So this is a great poster. Um, Night of Evils is awesome, actually. And it has one of the creepiest scenes that is set inside of a movie theater. Ooh. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. So guess- so the, we, we, and we really should be more active on, I mean, we, we should pick some kind of social media that we're going to be active on. We're, we're given a shot at discord. Uh, but you know, <gasps> I have no idea what, honestly, every time I went there, I was just like, what's this? What am I doing here? <laughs> Is there anyone to talk to here? I don't know what's going on. <laughs> no, nope, it's just we, we have a Discord, y'all. We do have a Discord. Um, what's the cost to upgrade a pro? Yeah. Oh, it's only twenty dollars a year. Yeah, I'll have to think about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want to hear about all the benefits before I pop for twenty dollars a year. I mean, I'm frugal. You are. <laughs> I'm like, ah, eh, fuck it, it's twenty dollars. <laughs> I'm, I'm a my tie into this. <laughs> My damn, let's buy, 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 buy. <laughs> Although I did just, I had to just renew the tabs on my car this morning, so yeah. I'm feeling a little more frugal. I almost, I really wanted to change the plates to this super cute Smokey the Bear plates, like I put on the van, but it was going to be like an extra hundred dollars. Yeah, no, that's. I can't do the much. vanity plate. No vanity plate. There were just, there were just this cute Smokey the Pear one, Smokey the Bear, not, not the, the pear. pear, not the pear. <laughs> we're gonna have to hear from listeners if they want more drunken episodes <laughs> we're not even that drunk because <laughs> honestly if we were gonna if we were ever gonna do like a youtube channel it would have to be drunken oh, reactions ab- absolutely watching yes no that would that would that would actually be pretty good <laughs> it's unfortunate that we can hold our liquor fairly well right <laughs> so we have to drink a lot during those reactions anyway yep all right oh my gosh so what what are these let me see let me see 
Kelly made us a list of questions that we could go over in terms of you guys getting to know us. Mm-hmm. I did. Yep. So early childhood horror favorites. Uh, I, I have so I have, I have so many. You want to start? Yeah, I can start. Um, yeah. Yeah. My mom was my mom was really into horror movies, and she would take me. Uh, she would take me out and to the theater, and you know we would be watching the R-rated movies. But it, there wasn't really much of a rating system back then. No, it no, there really wasn't. Yeah, and that was back in the like early seventies. Yeah. Early to we are older than PG 13 as a rating. We're definitely older than PG 13. <laughs> um, but she would take me to things, and I remember she would also rent uh real movie reels and a projector from the library. Oh my word. Because that's how old this is. This is prior to VCRs. Yeah. And I remember her doing we got the the reel to reel of not the reel to reel, but the reels of Let's Scare Jessica to Death, mm-hmm. which is um I believe Zara Lampert is that her name? She, Lampert, Zara Lampert. She's um George. She was um George C. Scott's wife. Mm-hmm. Does that sound right? Or was that Trish Vanderveer? Uh, I think she might have been this... George C. Scott's second wife. Oh my God! Anyway, it was Zora Lampert, and she plays a woman that it's it was straight out of the um, it was late sixties, early seventies, still very hippie kind of scene. And her friends pick her up at the at a mental institution where she's been receiving treatment, mm-hmm. and they take her out to this country farmhouse on this island. And she, of course, it's haunted, and, and it looks like someone's dry, trying to drive her crazy. They but there's like ghosts in the water, and right, she keeps being this redheaded woman who looks remarkably like this hitchhiker they picked up. So it could be they're just fucking with her. But yeah, it's it's really good. Have you ever seen Let's Go Jessica to Death? I don't. Oh, oh no, wait, I, I, I have. No, I have. I have seen it. Yeah, and yeah, and it was. It kind of had a uh, the updated horror version of Gaslight vibe. Yeah, like that. Um, but there was just a lot of like weird moments to it. Like, uh, um, like they would go into town and they would notice that all of the townspeople were very old but they mm-hmm. all had injuries right so they all had like um big bandages on them or on their necks or whatever so it's like some allusions to vampirism going on and i remember them there was this scene that really creeped me out as a kid is the um they were doing they had like a big thatcher thing for the farm for the field mm-hmm. and there was like gas coming out of it like exhaust and it was just like everywhere like instead of fog it was just some. It was so creepy to me. I was like, "Not only can't you run through exhaust, no." <laughs> I mean, and I'm sure it's a super heavy diesel exhaust. Yeah, it was. It was just like the whole place was like, yeah, you know, coated with this fog of blue. No, I. It's. A, I think it's a great movie. The, my other favorites are obviously Night of the Living Dead. Yes, was huge for me. Uh-huh. Um, I saw that as a play that. once, and I loved it. It worked so beautifully <laughs> as a play. Yeah. Do they come down the aisles? They, of course they come down the aisles. Perfect. I mean, if cats can do it. Right. <laughs> and you don't and there were remarkably fewer buttholes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. What else? I also loved Marathon Man. Do you remember Marathon Man? That sounds super familiar. Charlton Heston. Um, and it's the it's it's I think it's that early version of like I Am Legend. 
Uh-huh. It's the, um, yeah, it's a take on that. But everyone's sort of like nuked out and they all look like um, like they're writing a zine for um, like the Black Panther movement. Okay. Does this sound familiar? Vaguely. Yeah, I just I like that. I like that it took all these horror tropes and made it sort of a um, like like a social statement. Right. It was really interesting. But anyway, I don't know if I was thinking about that when I was a kid. I was just thinking, this is crazy. (laughs) (laughs) But I did love that. And I love Jaws, obviously. I mean, who doesn't love Jaws? Jaws is a classic. But it did scare the shit out of me. I mean, I really did not want to go swimming in the ocean after that. You know, it, and I, and I hate that I didn't because I'm still to this day, I'm still like fighting with myself about like, why am I afraid of sharks I'm when not, they don't, yeah. they don't want to eat us because we taste like gross. I just don't feel like we have much business <laughs> in the ocean. And I don't know, that might be some kind of latent Jaws fear. <laughs> Unless we have, someone has to call a meeting. Right. No, I, <laughs> Maybe I have some look, it's two thirds of the planet's surface. I'm not sure that they're not the ones in charge. I definitely know that us being there is not where we're meant to be. <laughs> well, so, well, especially especially at that resort in Cancun, no one could be in that. No, nobody can be in that. That was a that was what was that? I say like undertow, right? There was it was the worst beach. It was super rocky. It had a terrible undertow. My uh, for a beach resort, it had terrible beaches. Um, but it did have <laughs> a wonderful up bar at the at the pool. Yeah, that was good. That was I good did. Stuff. I did like the swim up bar. That was good stuff. So, what what are yours? What are some of yours? So, my mom was really into the like uh, horror thriller, high tension movies of the forties, thirties, and forties and fifties. So, like Gaslight, uh, oh, like some uh, film noir stuff. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. whatever happened to Baby Jane? My God, she loved she loved Betty Davis. Um, so Betty I Davis watched. I watched a lot of that uh, when I was home with mom during the day. And then I think one of my, my earliest horror memories is going to see Carrie at the drive-in. Uh, my dad, my mom and dad took me and my friend because we were having the sleepover. And it was a really big deal to have a sleepover with my friend, Michelle. And we went to the drive-in, we saw Carrie, and then we went to pizza. And then we came home. And in the middle of the night, Michelle woke up absolutely screaming her fucking head off. And my dad had to take her home. Because because Carrie terrified her. And it turns out you probably shouldn't take a seven-year-old to a scary movie without at least informing their parents. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, it was the 70s. It was a wild time. Things were lawless then. (laughs) No more invites for Michelle. Right? It was was a while before Michelle got to spend the night at our house again. (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh i you know what because i i'm thinking about night of the living dead um it was a birthday party mm-hmm. for me and my mom that's when my mom got the projector at night of the living dead and it was a bunch of us it was from we were in all in elementary school i think we we're in the fifth grade yeah and yeah that's what we watched for my birthday party and kids were like they were not they were some were not feeling some were not okay <laughs> But there were enough of us there that were ridiculing them and laughing at their pain yeah. and suffering. Oh God, no! I and I, I, just, I had like the most sociopath, uh, I think, reaction to Michelle Freak, and I'm like, I don't just take her home. I, yeah, I don't, I don't want her to be here anymore because she, I don't like this. <laughs> She's ruining it. 
ruining everything. <laughs> well, these things happen when you're kids. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't you don't put those you don't put those filters on like you might when you're I don't and know. I, I don't know. I'm kind of convinced. I don't know. I'm kind of convinced <laughs> that kids are mostly sociopaths anyway. Sure. Am I up? Tiffany texted me the other day. She's like, her, her kids are uh, eight and five. I think, I think Coop's five. Anyway, so uh, the little one, Cooper, the five-year-old, told his sister he would poke her with a grown-up knife if she turned off Paw Patrol one more time. Right. <laughs> She's like, Cooper! That makes sense. Yeah, you know, that's you, you do what you gotta <laughs> do. It's all for the patrol, man. <laughs> oh my god. I love it. Kids. But uh, you know what? Great when there are other people. I have to say that was one of the smartest things my mom ever did because I was able to isolate my people. Well, yeah. Yeah. No, you, you find them real fast with something like horror. Yeah. So yeah. And it was like, oh, that one's too soft. Way too yeah. soft. Not gonna, not gonna take it. Yeah, no, we grew up in a mean time. Nope, can't do it. Anyways. Oh man. What was uh, that? What else was I gonna say about the I feel like um, you brought up Betty Davis, so we need to bring up like a childhood, like like a, a horror movie that was supposed to be for children, but turned out that it was way too scary for children. And that was Watcher in the Woods. Do you remember that? Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was. <laughs> also, Kyle, I believe Kyle Richards of Real Housewives fame. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. But that was a good one. That was pretty scary. It was. I think people should should. Check out their Disney channel for that one. <laughs> or whatever. It's, it was good. Oh, man. Okay. So what scares you? Uh, what scares me? Um, from a horror movie standpoint or just in general? Because in general, it's my uh, well, what you vanishing would... grasp on reality. Us. <laughs> oh, oh, and the fact that we might be um, just galloping into fascism. Uh, oh, man, that's frightening. that's pretty terrifying that's pretty terrifying it's what i my only i take solace in the fact that the people who would be behind and supportive of us going straight into fascism are people who don't understand how bad it's going to be for them and so this is true as they as they start to recognize how horrible things have become i will i will take some glee out of that there will be there will be some shade and fraud but yeah, I mean, but the, with the full understanding that uh, I am getting pitchforked ahead of them. No, I'm I'm digging a tunnel out of here. You just get a tunnel like that, like that gal in wherever she is, the, the suburban tunnel. Right. I live in Washington State, but I'm digging one for Mexico. <laughs> I see El Chapo's prison dig, and I I will beat that. I'm gonna just, get there. I'll get there. That's, that's the American dream. Hold my beer. <laughs> Digging through two states. <laughs> two and two and two thirds, because you're at the north end of north third of Washington. Yeah, California is like three states. Mm-hmm. That thing is long. It is. Yeah. Actually, but I think anyway. it would be better to tunnel to the coast and uh concoct some sort of submarine submersible situation and just go around that way. Right, right. Yeah, I think my I, I not to devolve into politics, but I think my my greatest pleasure if this were to happen would be to see all of the second amendmenters lose their shit when they realize that dictators and despots hate an armed citizenry yes and those will be collected absolutely and immediately 
Yes, immediately and distributed to their SS officers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, and, and they can get them back by uh, joining some sort of community SS. Right. Nazi youth, whatever the American right. version of Helping that is. their wives. Uh, just revival of the KKK. But yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, no, they famously do not care. Yes, for I am them. drinking three different drinks. Including out of my... Including out of my uh, my TikTok famous Miyoki <laughs> Your Stanley Cup knockoff? Yeah, my Stanley Cup knockoff. I'm not paying $50 for a cup. No. I think I paid $9 for this. I get, I get mine free from Starbucks. Watch this shit right here. Watch this shit. Ooh, nice. Yeah. And look at that straw. I'm selling yeah. this shit. <laughs> I'm not selling anything. but <laughs> Except maybe I- for pottery. What what are you doing creatively? I think that was another question. Oh, yeah. Oh, that what, was... scares, what scares me? Yeah, what scares you? Other than our decline into fascism. I think that I'm the the older my parents get and the more medical issues they have, I'm I'm becoming more and more afraid of getting something debilitating, catching something debilitating. That has always been the top of my fears. Like right. I, the idea of death has never yeah. scared me. Because to me, there are so many things that are worse. Yeah, the death part's not not super scary. It's right. the living a long time with like incontinence or something like right. that. Right. Which is something that's going on with my dad right now. He's, my parents are very, they're, they're elderly. But yes. um, like, so every time I'm, you know, if I'm helping him change his diaper, you can bet I'm doing my kegels. Yeah. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> No, it's it is absolutely terrifying, and I don't I don't think that that's a fear that really you can feel deep in your bones under forty. I don't think so either, but it's it's definitely something that came up, and it was like I was probably a little too young for it to hit squarely. But the movie The Visit, where the kids go visit the grandmother, oh, yeah, and she has dementia and she's sundowning, yeah. That I, I don't that might be a spoiler alert, but it's a, it is not a new movie. It's not a new movie. Y'all should have seen this by now, especially if you're listening to a horror podcast. Right. <laughs> um, but yeah, there was something about that one that was just like, oh, God. Yeah. yeah. That doesn't feel good. <laughs> no, no. The 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 olds are, they're a lot of work. They're a lot they're of work. A lot of work. And I don't know. I mean, and our olds have us. Um, right. We don't have we anyone. Don't, we don't have anyone when we get that. We're all. That's, a, that's the bigger fear. That's the bigger fear. Yeah. Because I see that not only not only do they have us, but they also have things like pensions and things like that. Also, also true. We have none of those either. We don't have that either. And we have we have governments that are talking about getting rid of our social security, which is like the one of the only things we could get. Right. I mean, and and we're not gonna get what we should be getting anyway. Right. Now that's not gonna stop me from getting a mask and um you know, robbing a stagecoach. Absolutely not. And then, I mean, I'm going to have my walker. I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to get you. At the very least, once you're in jail, you get three hots in a cot, right? Oh yeah, that's true. That's true. They got to take care of you in there. I mean, not, not well, but. No, not well. Uh, no. I'm going to get out of here. I need a, I need a small beach house. It could just I be guess, a shack. As I really, as I, I am. I am all about the community. Just yeah. I, I I I have always loved the idea of a community walled living. community. A, a walled community. 
like on like, like in the on, village like on what's the oh god the last of us <laughs> yes <laughs> that's what we need absolutely yeah. Yeah, just say, I mean, because you don't have to, you know what? You can have aches and pains and stuff like that and still grow food. Absolutely. In I mean, raised beds, obviously. Right. <laughs> We're not getting on our knees. Anyway, so yeah. So, you know, shockingly uh, afraid of things about aging. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, which I mean, that feels pretty normal. There's really not that much to explore there. No, not really. Let's move on. There's nothing on. shocking Favorite, about no- that. <laughs> All right. Favorite novelists or screenwriters or directors? Okay. Uh, for horror, for novels, I really love Anya Elborn. Oh. Um, she wrote, and I remember I read it when I was visiting you and Caroline last summer. Um, Seed? Brother. Was Brother. The name, was the name Didn't of the she book. also write Seed? Yes. She also wrote Seed. Okay. Which, which I enjoyed. And um, that's, that's kind of a riff on Rosemary's Baby. A little bit, yeah. A little bit, okay. Um, but yeah, brother is uh, these these people have kidnapped a small child and then raised him as their own, and they are a murder cult. Perfect. So yeah, he's he's you know as he as he's coming he's coming of age and realizing that this is not this is not who he is as a person. He's like trying to date and oh, like be a reasonable dude. Cult. Yeah. So aspirational is what you're saying. Yeah. What are your thoughts on Alma Katsu? I don't know that I'm I've looking read. At my horror, my I know. <laughs> I don't know that I've got thoughts. Yeah, she she wrote The Hunger, um, The Taker. Um, I mean, we've already talked about Shirley Jackson. Obviously, she's yeah. amazing. Yes. Um, there's a Tanana Reef Dewey. Hmm. Is is pretty cool. Let's see who else have I got? Who else am I talking about? You know. Jillian Flynn falls under more of a, a thriller category, but Sharp Objects was terrifying. Yes. Sharp actually, <laughs> yeah, Sharp Objects. Um, that one was the That's the teeth one. Yes. Yeah. 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 And then um Dark Places is also pretty scary, which is going to be a uh HBO series soon. Okay. So it was already a movie with Charlie Theron. That was not good. No, it it wasn't good. Uh no. and I ran across it a while ago and it was on streaming somewhere and so i watched it i was like eh, i should read this book so i go to the library and i check it out and i get done reading it and then i realized i had already listened to it it's in my audible like so <laughs> i'm to gonna it. say it was forgettable um okay okay, okay. <laughs> because, and, but not and, sharp teeth or no, not um not sharp objects definitely sharp objects. not sharp objects uh gone girl was straight thriller um so good but so yes. so so good. Let's see who am I who am I thinking of? There's someone else I'm thinking of. I mean, obviously, obviously, I like Stephen King. I, I mean, yeah, that was just that's but that's more like like here here's the here's the the novels of your childhood. So read yeah. those. King um, and Koontz are he, both in that right. in that era. They're also hit or miss. Absolutely. Um, who am I thinking of? There's someone I'm thinking of. I don't know. I read a lot of fantasy. Okay, yeah. So, and I really like I like A.K. Faulkner. Okay. Uh, they have a a uh, urban fantasy series that I really enjoy. Um, let's see, Megan Maslow, love her stuff. Hmm. Uh, okay. Oh, um, this surprised the hell out of me, but Chuck Tingle. 
Tingle. Chuck Tingle. Yes, that Chuck Tingle. That one. That one. I don't know if people would know. I don't know that people, people that people have been on the internet. You know who Chuck Tingle is, right? Yeah, but that people who maybe listen to horror podcasts may not follow the kind of people that Chuck Tingle would show up for. Okay, so and Chuck he's Tingle- like he's like my my um, vintage toaster um, blew me that kind of thing. That's yeah, yes, he is. He is. Yeah, Kevin, yeah, he's he so prolific. <laughs> he's so prolific, though. Like you with ridiculous, ridiculous happens. erotica, um, that yeah, yeah. with a with a social bent, <laughs> yeah, but it's but so rapid. It is. It so is. it's like something could show up in the news, and the next day that thing is fucking you. <laughs> Chuck Tingle pumps that shit out like he's AI, just yeah, but it's coherent and it makes sense. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, <laughs> he wrote. Two stories that I just recently read that I absolutely love. One's a short story called Straight, and it is uh, once every year alignment happens, blah, 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 reasons. Uh, Everyone who is at all straight goes bonkers and tries to kill off the LGBTQ plus community. And and, and it's just like one group of friends night of survival. Um, Like the purge. Like the purge. Only yes, yeah, specifically pur- directed at right a purge a purge of the gays, um, and it it opens with the main characters like kindly neighborhood neighbor who is a grandmother who is spending the night locked up in her she's going to be spending the night locked up in her grandson's guest room her grandson who is gay who she and so she has baked cookies and she offers them to our main character here have a cookie and there's like clearly razor blades and needles sticking out of them, so uh, and then the other one is Camp Damascus. Which is a uh, conversion camp horror story, um, and uh, that was absolutely terrifying. And it's um, not just the terror of a conversion camp, but um, there's some monster horror in it as well. Oh, okay. And I was very surprised, not only at the 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 genre switch, but also at how good they are. They are both really really good wow that's interesting yeah i'd never i'd never actually read any of the stuff i mean i've seen all the titles right and the covers um like like titles like fucked in my butt by my own butt right yeah (laughs) Um, just like weird weird crazy shit yeah but um (laughs) yeah it's surprising that he he's able to pull off something completely different uh, yes, I like I said, I was very because I figured he was, you know, a, a, a gimmick writer that yes sold joke erotica on uh, Amazon for ninety nine cents a pop, right, which right, is right. if you can pump it out at that rate, it's definitely profitable. I'm sure. Right, go for it. Yeah. Oh my god, I'm trying. To, I have a I have a name in my head, but it's completely gone. So there was an there's an author and and she's been like shortlisted for the Booker and everything. Jennifer Egan, okay, is her name. Mm-hmm. When she first started writing, she was writing sort of gothic, kind of like gothic fiction, kind of goth horror kind yeah. of stuff, but not not full horror. There was a it was about sort of a castle in some Eastern European country, mm-hmm. and it was really interesting. God, what I can't remember the name of it anyway. You can cut that out. 
Okay. <laughs> that was boring as shit. I, I'm trying to figure out if there's anything else. I mean, I loved, I love Clyde Barker. Yeah. Clyde Barker is really interesting. Just yes. the, the stuff that we have, we've been having a gnat problem, by the way. So uh, because it's, you know, fucking February. Oh, man. And it so may as well be June. Bad. So bad. Yeah, it, it snowed yesterday. It is today uh, 50 degrees and sunny with a light breeze. Fun. That sounds good. Yeah, it's it's awesome. We I I, I was just oh, yesterday in January we went through all of the seasons. We started and it was <laughs> super cold. It was it was up to sixty five degrees for some days, and it was snow up to my hips for other days. Oh no! So okay, so that that's novelist. What about screenwriters, directors, people in the film industry? Oh, uh, let's see. Um. Who do I love in the film industry? I'm know. loving Issa Lopez at this point. Yeah. I mean, the the new season of True Detective is fucking fantastic. Is it? I haven't started it yet. Yep. And it is like every episode has one of those moments where you're just like, oh, get a gun, get your gun. Oh, that's because I, yeah, I, the first season was so good. Yes. And then the next one was meh. So and then, the, and then the next one, the third one was I didn't even bother with. Right. This yeah. one is this one harkens back to the first one, mm-hmm. including allusions to um Cole's father, who's a ghost in this one. Oh. And his his potential mother is also uh-huh. in it. um there's lots of ghosts, lots of ghosts in this one. And um like a like a like an Eskimo cult. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. There's some creepy shit going on. Really creepy shit. Interesting. And it's not, it may not be an Eskimo cult. It may be further back than Eskimo. Like right. a very, very old thing. Like God thing. I don't know what it is, but they, they're using the same, the, the Carcosa uh-huh. from, um, from the first season. Isn't it? Oh, yeah. It's, it's so good. <laughs> it's All so right. Creepy. I'm going to have to yeah. watch it. You got to watch it. And of course, uh, Issa Lopez directed, um, she's a Mexican director. Uh-huh. Um, and she directed Help, the one about the kids and the gangs and- Tigers Are Not Afraid. Tigers Are Not Afraid. Yes. Which is fantastic horror yes. movie. Absolutely. Yeah, You'll be mortified and weeping. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. okay. Oh, so Jennifer Kent. Jennifer Bobby Kent. Duke. The Babadook is hands down one of my favorite horror movies. It still scares the shit out of me. Yeah, it's to this day. Um, and it, it, it's it, it's it's also my my shared uh, metaphor language with my therapist. Where <laughs> oh. <laughs> what's your personal you, Babadook? <laughs> did you ever watch The Nightingale? Yes, that was brutal as fuck. Mm-hmm. It's so brutal. Mortifying, just mortifying throughout. Yeah, yeah. Um, I would say Karen Kusama. Obviously, uh-huh. we talked about her recently. Yes. Uh, the Invitation is one of my favorite horror movies ever. I also yeah, it is it so so good. But The Invitation is stellar, and I think The Invitation is a good one to talk about. Um, what is the difference between sort of female-driven horror versus male-directed horror? Yes. Because there's an element to it that is very, it's so geared towards the relationships. Mm-hmm. 
and just like sort of a depth of character that you don't, I honestly, I don't think you see all that much in, in male directed horror. No, I, male, I don't no. think, I don't think it's, I don't think it's bothered with. Yeah. I think, uh, I think what, it's what? more likely to get a very, um, very sort of marginally thought out horror movie from a male director than you are from a female director. Yes. Yeah. I think, I think from a female horror director, you are, uh, you're going to get layers. You're yeah. going to get, um, you're going to get commentary on how it is to move through the world as a woman. Yeah. Uh, and in which in a sense you get how it is to move through the world as a man from a male director. And it's just da, 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 whatever I'm doing is fine. <laughs> it's the same. <laughs> it's just exactly what you'd expect. Yeah. It's, it's not layered. Or, <laughs> there's, there's nothing going on below the surface. It's just, da, That's da, why da, all the like men that get killed in horror movies are shocked. Yeah. <laughs> what? How did this happen? She's right over there. <laughs> anyway, yes. Yeah. But no, I, I, yeah, the invitation is, I think it's huge. That's like in my top 20 movies of all time. That's a, which is saying is. something, but I've seen a lot of fucking horror movies. Yeah. yeah. It is stunning. Stunning stuff. Um, Who else? Oh, let's see. Who is Bong Joon-ho? Bong Joon-ho. Okay. Um, of the the host, which is one of my favorite. Yes, uh, with, the, with the toxic river waste. <laughs> <laughs> That's a really good sea monster. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, we saw that actually recently. We watched, went back and watched it again. It's it's good. Who? Uh, it's, wh- it's really. I, you know, and I really, I really did Korean horror. Did you ever see Okja? I did. I we we've yet to see it because Caroline was always concerned. That um, there was going to be animal cruelty in it. I don't recall any animal cruelty. I know that they were they were raising those animals to be food, though. Yes. Hey, uh, Kelly here. I just wanted to hop in real quick and say that uh, my bad. There is definitely animal cruelty in Okja. I just checked the amazing website. Does the dog die? And yeah, I am wrong. I really do think I must have slipped through this movie because I've definitely started it and I definitely watched the end, but the middle is completely lost to me. And I feel like it's always going to be that way. Yeah. But you don't, but they're not showing anything like that. I don't, I might have fallen asleep during Okja though. Um, (laughs) I'm going to have to go back and rewatch it. (laughs) Uh, but you know, he also he also did Parasite, which is fan fucking tastic. Um, yes, Parasite is amazing, and there's another one. Um, I've, it's Memories of Murder. Mm-hmm. is so good. It's a serial killer thriller. It's yeah, fantastic. Um, and I think Mother is a horror movie. Uh, oh, it might be. No crime mystery. I mean, but that yeah, it falls in the same thing. Yeah, I, mystery can go so many ways. And Snowpiercer, of course, is so good. Yeah, I'm not a big Snowpiercer fan. I love Snowpiercer. But anyway, um, who did I just think of when I was thinking about this? Uh, is it Catherine Bigelow? I do like Catherine Bigelow. N- Near Dark? Uh-huh. Near Dark is like one of the best vampire movies that's ever been. Yes. It's so good. And it's just like that the idea of like a family of vampires, like an mm-hmm. actual family and not a, you know, not, not a sparkly family. Right. Like moving through the West and 
oh, it's got one of that those the greatest performances by um oh my god, what is his Who's name? In that uh, Bill not Bill Pullman. Bill Paxton. Bill pa- Paxton. And he he thinks he's a cowboy. He's the the cowboy vampire with the with the spurs on and he slits people's throat with the spurs. Yeah. It's yeah. Insane. And the whole thing is a Romeo and Juliet retelling. Yes. It's yeah. So no, good. it is. It is really, really good. It is hard to find though. If you can track it down, definitely. Definitely. Yeah, I need like, a, I need like a well-packaged 4k UHD of that. I want yeah. something. I want something with a box, something chunky. <laughs> and then we, can, with then we media, can do a, a YouTube drunken watch party with it. Yeah, it's so good. No, you so, should be obsessed with physical media because uh, this reliance on the cloud. Yeah, it and, doesn't and work. The, it doesn't work, and the and the fact that you no longer are purchasing anything for yourself, you're purchasing a temporary license for it that is revocable at any time. As many people found. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't. I don't have uh, fears about technology. Um. <laughs> <laughs> well, they yeah, if they can snatch it back, that's not good. You right. should not buy it. No, and and yet we all all buy all kinds of stuff because that's the world we live in. We this yeah, ugh, ugh, just ugh, so ugly. All right, Who else? To how about Mary? The and then the last one I would bring up is Mary Heron. Yeah, um, American Psycho. Yes, yeah. Um, Pet Cemetery. Uh huh. I mean the 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 way she brought Zelda the sister to life. In um, Pet Cemetery, yes, is it's, it's, so terrifying. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and <laughs> I mean, that's someone who has studied. She knows her horror. Yeah, because she she, she, she nearly killed me in about. that theater. <laughs> she definitely knows what she's about. Um, yeah. Oh, oh, she did the the movie version of Alias Grace, the mm. um, which we read for book club, which is an Atwood novel. Yeah. That I did yeah. not particularly like. No. Um, no. I don't even think I made it through that one. Yeah. I did, but. I don't think it worked for me. Only because I'm a, I, 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 I used to be, I, I'm better. I'm getting better at saying no to completing bad things. And oh, no. <laughs> I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm definitely, I definitely will put shit down. Yeah, I am. Um, I, 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 I'm getting better at it. So, Okay. How how have we found podcasting so far? Oh God, I don't know. I mean, it it feels like fumbling around in the dark. A little bit, little most bit. of the time. I think for the most part, I think I I like we both have stuff to say about horror movies. Yeah, but it's just a matter of like, you know, how do you sort of jump start the conversation? And at the same time, I love like a a flippant aside. I oh, absolutely. I, distracted and derailed yes that, that's my thing so i don't know how that comes across um i guess it feels it feels like something natural because we do it constantly yeah um yeah no this really is just how we talk to each other <laughs> right <laughs> there's not right. a whole lot of scripted things going into this <laughs> no it's like there is maybe I mean, I... an outline of the things that we want to bring up about whatever movie we're talking about uh, that we may or may not have shared with each other ahead of time. <laughs> right. Now, I do re-watch the movie before we talk about it. I, I usually do, too. Yes. Yeah. I'm sure I usually do. I usually do. Um, no, I do. I, 
anyway. yeah, if we're going to talk about it, then I want to have at least seen it recently. Um, and yeah. then uh because i am a crazy person with ocd i i do keep a shit ton of journals and for years i have kept uh book journals that catalog every oh wait they're in a bag right now because again i just took them to my therapist last because he wanted he's like what do you mean you journal a lot and i was like um here these wait, oh so you're not doing the um online anymore so no i also i also catalog it online uh anyway so <laughs> So, but this year, this year is the first year that I have, I've done one just for movies. Not, um, not to be confused with the Oscars only journal. I'm, we're very close to finishing all the movies for that one. Uh, oh, for the Oscars? Uh-huh. For the, for all of them or just the, for the, for the big the, ones? The vast majority, I would wow. say. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I need to rewatch Barbie. Oh, I watched Anatomy of a Fall last night. Fucking loved it. Yeah, that that scene with the dog was so hard to watch. Yes. That that was so, so hard to watch. I was, and then I, 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 I really thought that the reveal was going to go differently as that, as I was, you know, trying to like look through my fingers, hoping this dog comes back to life. Um, and it did. It did. It did. <laughs> yeah. Spoiler alert. Spoiler it, alert. They do not the, kill the dog, but it, no, it's dog kills. acting. It is. It, that dog's a really good actor. <laughs> That dog deserves an Oscar for sure. Yeah, that was really unsettling when that happened. Yes, yes, it the, was. The French legal system is wild. All of the European legal systems are wild, but yeah, the the with the robes and the and they're just saying whatever the fuck they want. Right. Yeah. It's and it, my opinion. What about this? I, I'm just thinking it might be this. Yeah. Like out, like out of the fucking blue. I don't. I don't know how. I, I, I have to assume. That that is at least reasonably true in the same way that I assume or that I know U.S. legal dramas are reasonably true and that they're not really at all, but kind of mostly. Um, right. Like well, I think like real court cases are actually quite boring. Right. Because right. they're so steeped in um, like bureaucracy and tradition yes. that you end up having to have like multiple breaks between sentences. If mm -hmm. it was a novel, you could not read it. Mm -mm. It would be miserable. But yeah. Not to mention the fact that you could get a, you could get the ball rolling and then the whole thing could stop on a dime and be put off for three weeks. Right. Yeah. Not, not just oh. a 10 minute aside, eight and absolutely. Right. And that's probably what's more interesting about the French system is that they were like, bam, 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 bam. We're done. Oh, there, there was like a year gap in there where there apparently was? yeah yeah because uh, when they when they from from her indictment and then there's just like one title card scene with one year later oh before they got before they to got go to trial. trial yeah so but but in that within that year i'm guessing that court appointed minder was just living with them yeah. uh for a year we would never pay for that here absolutely not no, no, we would, we would, however, yank the kid out of her custody, slap him in a terribly underfunded system, uh, and put him into a, some kind of group home situation, traumatizing him even more. Um, we would one hundred percent do that. Yeah, because our our systems suck here. Really anyway, are. so yeah, so that's what I watched last night was Anatomy of a Fall. Um, so good. We're gonna go see um, Zone of Interest, which oh, I'm me... 
I'm a little bit terrified of going to see. Yeah. Because apparently it's quite disturbing. I, I don't know how it wouldn't be. <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently it's only like sound disturbing because you don't see anything. Well, thank God. But yeah. the sounds alone. <laughs> yeah. So that's interesting. Um, I know. I, I got I to gotta buckle down and watch Oppenheimer. <laughs> i don't i don't want to i'm going oh to. wait a minute it's it's streaming for free on like february 16th okay that's, i bet i didn't i haven't wanted to pay for it uh, yeah i think i can't remember what channel it's going to but yeah it's going to free streaming february 16th okay odds are if it's going to free streaming i already subscribed to it yeah it's probably peacock or paramount did you watch maestro yet we started to watch maestro and it was so there was something really strange about it. It was like, it starts off and he's, um, he gets out of bed with his male lover. Mm-hmm. This is Leonard Bernstein. Um, and then proceeds to become, get into a relationship with Carrie Mulligan, but then they never mention the fact that he's bisexual or gay at all. There's, there's some contention about that online, which, and it's so hard to speculate after someone is dead. Right. You can't even ask. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and I don't think he wrote ever wrote about it. But no. the way that it's like, it's all like, you know, <laughs> there's something about it's, it. So I, I didn't I, work for me. I loved it. I, you did? I, I did. I absolutely loved it. I loved it. It had these super, um, like swoopy transitions because, yeah, he gets out of bed with his lover and he, he like, then we like uh, follow him downstairs, but it's downstairs to where he's conducting the Philharmonic. Right. There's sort that. of a magical realism thing going on with it. Yeah. And it yeah. goes in a musical. Yeah. And, yeah. I really, really loved it. Um, and I, I honestly think that editor should have gotten the nomination instead of the editor for Flowers Moon. Um, yeah. Did you see Killers of the Flowers Moon? Yeah. Flower Moon? Uh-huh. I was really annoyed by that movie. I, I love the score. I, the I will score say is that. beautiful. The score is beautiful. It's perfect. She did a great job, but the yeah. but what she was doing a great job at really annoyed me. Yeah. I mean the Leonardo DiCaprio character is a straight up idiot. Yeah. He Number was, one. I mean like literally like he's, like, he, he's got, he's got a low IQ. Yes. And, um, and the fact that he is such a shit throughout the entire thing. And doesn't realize and she that, he's a shit. that because, because all of her family's getting killed. Yeah. No, she knows that she knew it when, before she married him. Oh my when, God. When they were like, crazy. Her sister was like, he's not a great guy. And she's like, yeah, but he wants to settle down. See, I think I'm just much more comfortable with a movie where there'd be like, he's a really, he's a really terrible person. Let's kill him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's that's what I'd be more interested in. Right. But I mean, she yeah, did, I'm she not, did a I'm great not job. super interested in this movie of uh, white guys who kill a bunch of natives for their oil rights. Yeah, I'm not interested in that. I don't know. And I, I don't. And I, don't I don't. I'm not. I'm not sympathetic to them at all. I'm not. No, and I don't think. I don't think Robert De Niro gave a performance that's worthy of a lot of chatter. Fuck no. I think he I think he just called it in. I think he was fine. It doesn't look he was fine. There was there's definitely better acting jobs this year. Yes. But absolutely. I don't know. I don't know. Ah, yeah, no. Um, Sandra Holler though. Sandra Holler yeah, from Anatomy she, of the Fall. Holy she shit. She was she was fantastic. Yeah. Um I I not, I was not, not really on win. board. You know, she's not. I was not on board with the romantic subplot, but other than that, I liked Anatomy of a Fall. Was there, was it romantic? Yeah. 
ish with the with the with a lawyer kind of i mean there's that that scene after after she's acquitted in the restaurant don't you think that was them rehashing something that had happened a long time ago maybe i mean maybe it maybe it was a a could have should have would have moment yeah that's what i think it was i think it was like they had had something in the past that didn't work and they were just kind of reminiscing a little bit about maybe. it but I don't think it was going to go anywhere. And I also think she, he thinks she did it. I, I, I think she did it. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> we never find out definitively, but I'm pretty sure she did it. <laughs> okay. Here's my take. And this would be a spoiler alert for anyone who hasn't seen the oh. movie because of the way the window opened uh-huh. and the height of the space between the sill and the top. Yeah. For her to push him out, Without being dragged out by his legs, he was bigger than her. This is true. This is um, true. I don't know how she could have managed it, unless she was using a prod to get him out. It's like because whack him if she had been over just... him to push him out, he would have pulled her out. Okay, no, that makes sense. That makes sense. I can see that. And then no one mentioned that during the course of the thing. No, but because but that space was Cause, so cause, yeah, weird. No, yeah, you're right. No, because they talk a lot about the, the height of the lower windowsill, but not the height of the upper sill. And and yeah, it's pretty it's pretty narrow. Yeah. And it slopes if on that no way, How would she be able to get out and push him out? And he would have had to be leaning so far out. Without her falling out too. Yeah. Really risky. Yeah. I mean, she would have definitely, I mean, because his leg... He was he was bigger than her. He's much taller than her. Yes. So those legs would have come around her. I don't think so. So I don't think she did it. I think he was fucking crazy. Number Possibly. one. Yeah. Yeah. And and super misogynistic for sure. <laughs> and just hundred percent. That argument was really interesting because the way the court saw it versus how when we were looking at it, where I was like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Why aren't they seeing what's going on here? Yeah. No, yeah. They, they uh, to believe she did it. Yeah. At that point. No, that, that, that argument uh, was very illuminating. Yeah. It was. Sure. It, yeah. Because sure. he was, it was, uh, it was, that argument was all about his failures. Yeah. Like he's a failure. He thinks he's a failure. And all of his, all of his viewpoint in terms of their relationship the family, the house, everything is like all front and center. Yeah. So he does, in fact, look suicidal. He does. He does. Yeah. But yeah. there wasn't any. And, then, and then combine that with this just heartbreaking realization that his son had, uh, who's fucking 10 or whatever. Um, right. Oh, that he had committed, he had tried to commit suicide before. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That, oh that, God. that would, that, that broke my heart. Him, oh him recounting God. that to the judge. That was, All right, that was hard. Okay. That's anatomy of <laughs> That's not, not at all what we're here to talk about. about. <laughs> You'll have to look back and see how many minutes were devoted to anatomy of a fall. It was probably quite a bit. Yeah. And Ari Aster. Ding, and four. Ari Aster. <laughs> that's four, yep. Okay, so okay, what are so our goals with the this biggest podcast? challenge? Oh, the, cha- the challenge for me. Since I all right, I do all of the technical stuff on the back end. And so for me, has. that has been the biggest challenge is the I just bought this really cool microphone. <laughs> I don't know that anyone ever would ever see the video. No, but it is it is a really cool microphone. <laughs> now the challenge for me is has been like getting the sound leveling 
uh, reasonable and we've been playing with software and today we're doing a whole other software than we normally do with no backup. So fingers crossed. Yeah, it's scary. It is. It's terrifying. It is. Although I'll be happy to do another happy hour if it doesn't work. Out. Okay. <laughs> These should all be done as happy hours. They really, they really should. But we managed to wind up recording at like 10 in the morning because of my work schedule and yeah. your elder care schedules. Right. So it's brunch. So brunch. Yeah. No. I, it, and and I, my ties are a, perfect for brunch. I am not opposed to drinking for brunch unless I have to go to work later. I see. Now I have to I go cook and then go take care of elderly people. Is that, that okay? To be that, yes, absolutely. Oh. <laughs> All right. Oh, God. So what's okay. been the most fun? I think the most challenging for me is like finding time. Uh, yeah, time has been a challenge. Time is a challenge. Time is definitely a challenge. As as you know, you could see from last week. Yeah. <laughs> it's just yeah. There's just so much stuff going on. I you know what? Oh, no, we'll talk about that after we stop because okay. it's something else you'd have to cut out. Uh, but but in general, in general, I uh, I'm enjoying doing the pod. I really I enjoy having these discussions with you. And uh, I don't know the three people that listen to it. I I love them. They're great. Thank you for listening. Hopefully, bring a friend. I don't know. Bring a friend. <laughs> but it, I, mean, I have no idea how many people a, listen. To I don't. Us. Yeah. Um, but if you're it, saying it, three, it, I believe you. It, well, no, three that three that I I talk. so God Tiffany again the friend who hates horror. She, when I went to visit her last time, she's like, I hate horror, but you know, I love you and I want to support you and I want your, all of your endeavors to succeed. So I listen to your podcast with my volume turned all the way down every single time it comes out. So it's two people listening. Just right. Because the third one isn't even listening. Um, she's like, I, <laughs> she's, and I always rate it five stars. That's so funny. Right. That's so funny. <laughs> But I, I love I love that level of support. And that's great. Caroline <laughs> says she always listens to it. That's and then good. she'll then she'll um show me her notes and she'll be like, and this is where you got it wrong. <laughs> we need to have her on as a guest. <laughs> well, apparently during I I was talking about how we named our dogs. Uh-huh. And then I brought up um Halloween and Kyle Richards and that that scene with um Lester. Uh-huh. But I apparently was calling him Chester. Oh. And she was like, no, this, he's not Chester. <laughs> she was like, I don't know how you got that wrong. How do you miss that? That was weird. <laughs> I love that she will just call you on that. Just, by the way. Um... By the way, here's how you suck. <laughs> I know. Uh, no, I know it's because uh, her brain won't be satisfied until she knows it's all correct. Yeah. And that's that's why you she can't go back and edit that. No, that's why What's she works with the numbers. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So what are our goals? I don't know. I mean, I, I, I would like to uh, reach a constant double digit listenership. That would be good. Eventually. Eventually. Um, I mean, I got to I got to figure like these horror podcasts that have been around for a long time. Right. At some point, they were not. There was like no one listening to them at all. Absolutely. Because the ones it, like like the the ruined the Hallie Kiefer pod that I listened to. I didn't find it until they were a more than a year into recording. So there, I had like an entire back catalog to listen to, right? And 
so yeah my I, I just i have to assume that it's pretty normal to not get wide listenership right off the bat because again we're doing this on zero dollars um we've got we have no promotion we have no promotional skills <laughs> we're, we're clearly <laughs> or not time. Good at, we're clearly not good at social media oh my god uh, oh my god that was that was always my issue when i was an author right was the, that i was just like oh god you know i mean I yeah just, no you you just don't want to do it you huh? had a publisher a publisher should be able to do these things for you oh they don't but they don't i, the I, only I, way I, I know that, i know too many authors to on, know yeah the only way a publisher would take on your um like the full scope of your promotion mm-hmm. is if they had shelled out half a million for your book like and the majority I, of books are only getting like twenty five hundred to ten thousand or something for the entire advance. Ugh, like, and that's I, a lot of the time. The most the the amount that you're going to get for the book. Period. You're right. never going to even see, uh, you know, a, a check after that. It'll be right. that's it. So, um, but unless and and you could see that I told my agent that actually when we were talking about selling books in the future, I was like, you know, unless we can sell a book for a an amount that a marketing team is going to get behind on their own there's just no it just doesn't make sense to continue doing it no because if you're only going to get 10 to 25k and you have to be your own marketing team that's it so you i mean let's say you write you one book a year that. one book a year which seems like a reasonable pace or at least that used to be a reasonable pace but at, at 10 to 25k per that's not a reasonable pace at all uh, plus you have to spend the I don't know, $50,000 worth of time and effort to be a, your own social marketing guru. Right. And go to all the conferences, the travel, the- Right, all yeah, plus all of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, then then it, it's a losing proposition. It makes zero sense because capitalism sucks. <laughs> it's true. And this, this, yeah. is, this is why AI is going to write everything in the future because <laughs> we can't pay artists. <laughs> Right. And that was the, that was the key complaint of like everyone that I knew in the business. Yeah. It was just like, you know, regardless of how much they got as an advance, they were spending it all in promotion. Right. And so it's like an MLM. Like And so it's great that you can take it off. Yeah. And it's great that you can take it off on your taxes and stuff. So I don't, I never paid a, Cent in taxes. Right, right. I had so many write-offs because I spent the majority of my income. Right, and that that yeah. math don't. So math. it was just like, uh, no. huh? That math don't math. Yeah, it doesn't math. <laughs> that math don't math. That's right. Oh, brother. So, anyway, so yeah, so from from a pod standpoint, podcasting is pretty cheap. I mean, <laughs> it's, it's not bad. It's not. You know, it's uh, it, it costs us some time. Yeah. Um, we're we're paying for some streaming subscriptions that we were already paying for anyway. That's true. Those are just, you know, so they're not super business expense. We are in this for the cost of microphones uh, that they currently recording on zoom. And that has been donated by somebody who pays for a prescription, a prescription, a subscription. Yeah. Um, and the SoundCloud subscription. Yeah. And that's, that's what we're into it for. You know, so yeah, it, it, if we get double digit, steady double digit listenership, um, you know, then it, then it might be worth putting a little more financial effort into. Because on a social, we really do need to be better at the socials for <laughs> at least some basic basic promotion. I'm telling you, the thing, and yeah, and that's the thing is that you have to 
you know, you can't be having like crises at home. No. Yeah. No. Cause that, that, that shit takes up time. <laughs> it takes it all up. It's terrible. Anyways. Okay. That, well, that's yeah. us. That's us. There, there we are. And <laughs> <laughs> all of our slightly buzzed glory. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing, I'm okay. I'm not, I, I probably could have had another one. <laughs> I easily could have had another one. I probably should go to the grocery store after this. Oh man. Um, but like grocery shopping this morning, since you were out of the house, the butt crack. I was dog. already out. I yeah. was already out of the house. With the crack of well. Yeah. No, yeah. let's see. I was, uh, I was snoozing away with my doggy dog mm. with, she doesn't, she likes to take over the pillows at the like all of my pillows at the top of the bed and then she will push her feet into my face like no that sounds like kika she does she always pushes me to the very edge of the bed yeah crow's bigger than kika though she's got she's got scratchy pads so i kind of want to get away from them yeah and the more she does the more i move she makes every single one of her six pounds count that's for fucking sure really does (laughs) she really does oh and um she had diarrhea the other night. Oh no. And I went to the bathroom and I I was so out of it. I didn't realize I had stepped in it. Oh <gasps> no. I got back into bed. It was not good. Oh no. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm I'm uh, I'm I'm so sorry for Caroline. I'm <laughs> Yes, because Caroline was the one that found it. Oh God. She was like, oh my God. And I was like, I didn't even notice. I was already out and about for the day and I didn't take a shower. So I was walking around she with said shit. Poo sock all day. Poo sock all day. God damn it. Oh man. All right. Yeah. All right. On that note. On that note. <laughs> okay. I'll talk to you later. Well, no, hold on. Cause oh, I was going to talk about something, but I can't remember what it was now that I'm trying to think um, about it. Was it something with your parents? Oh, I'm sure it was something with my parents. What the hell was it? <sighs> It had something to do with the discussion we were having about like like being afraid of like um going down their path. I'll think about it. I'll remember it oh, at some yeah. point. Holler at me later. <laughs> okay. I'll talk to you later. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Terrifying Women is an independent podcast. Please support us by liking, following, and maybe leaving a comment. Love to hear from you. <laughs>